Hey, guys. Long time no see. <laughs> oh, hashtag relatable content. <laughs> I reckon. Check Thank you, out. Harry, for the welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is getting the gate. It is episode 176. We are talking Stargate SG1. And we are back. My name's Mitch. Joining me, Maddie Gibson. Hello. And Brendan Gibson. What's doing, hey, boys? Mate. What's happening? Just bloody watching Stargate, aren't we, again? Oh, God, how I don't good. even know what to do. Loving it's been so it. long, I literally don't know what I'm supposed to do. I'm actually getting... I'm suffering from something that I've named today. FOMO by proxy. <laughs> yeah. is, FOMO by is, proxy? Because this is an episode that I really wanted Reese to watch and see his reaction oh. to. Yeah. Because of Mayborn and the Ancients and the Puddle Jumper and the, It's good to be back off world. Like so Man, many I miss good going off world. Yeah. So many good things. Oh, well, we'll get into it in the episode. But yeah, it's, what it's, it's just one of those episodes where, in a way for me, it was like, it was such a kind of a nothing episode, but there was just mm. so much stargate goodness and teasers as well, but also throwbacks and payoffs all, all in the yeah. one 42-minute I think if this is the first episode you watch, you'd be like, eh. Yeah. Mm. But because you've watched eight seasons of the show plus the spinoff. Yeah half a season you're like oh my god this is cool <laughs> well definitely if you if you were a first time watcher or the first episode you were to watch but i'll save that to a little bit later right now let's get into what as we always do the old synopsis of the episode and uh, see how it's described anyway and let's see what we thought hoping to warn harry mayborn of gold attacks sg1 arrives at his last known whereabouts to find that he has been appointed king of a primitive people that he believes he possesses writings by a time-traveling ancient predicting these events. The team is skeptical until they discover what appears to be a time machine. Shoot, shoot. <laughs> oh, God, don't tease me. What is this one? <laughs> I know it was William Garrity. Look, story by Greenberg and Deloise and Joe and Paul. So it's sort of all hands on deck here. Sort of, um, mm. Yeah, it is a little bit. And yeah, I'd find memories of this one uh, just... I, I knew when you guys had teased oh, episodes ago about it, it's good to be king. I instantly knew that was the, what I'm assuming is the last Mayborn episode, but at least like yeah. this, this sort of almost definitive, you know, like payoff to his character in a way, the, the, the catch up, uh, you know, what he's been going on. But other than that, I actually forgot pretty much everything else about it. So uh, I know that back when he was a villain, you know, for the first couple of seasons, he was the guy that you hated, but you kind of loved to hate. And then you love when he was mm. kind of on our side when, when he was hacking into shit with the floppy disk and taking on Kinsey <laughs> and then the off-world stuff. And then you get now where he's just like, you know, absolutely living it up with these primitive people pretending he's a, he's a know-it-all. So, um, yeah, this is, this is good fun. How did you go the first time then, Mitchell? If, like, because this is something, if you're someone who's never seen Atlantis... Yeah, good point. How much, like, how hard are you going to get over a puddle jumper or just go, what? How, like... Because I find like even even like Daniel and Carter were very kind of chill at the fact that they've just found like an ancient yeah. ship, like a spaceship that goes through the gate yeah. and also has a time device in it. When it's like, aside from like the like Proclus Taranas and the little outpost down in Antarctica, the only like ancient technology we've ever really seen has been like stone pillars and and mm. all that kind of stuff. So they have like a functioning ship with leather seats. And all that and kind the of knowledge stuff. suppository. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, repository. But um, yeah. 
I'm sure they'll find a suppository eventually. <laughs> I, I always, I found, I always found that interesting too. How come Jack had such a hard time starting this up? Because he he was the first one to start jump in the chair and just get it going. Yeah, he has his ancient mojo, and then this ship obviously was a little bit run down. But Jackson's like concentrate. And I'm like, meanwhile, <laughs> Shepard's in Atlantis just whistling Dixie, flying yeah. around jumpers like it's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like flying like a bullet into the Stargate and hitting the skids yeah. in the gate room. And Jack really had to concentrate. I just found that a bit odd. Yeah, I just assumed it was age, I guess. His age? No, no. <laughs> well, that too. Um, just the, like, yeah, the Flaccid. ship's been out. Just, you know. <laughs> Needs he needs ancient Viagra. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess maybe technically depending how much time traveling it's done, maybe it's actually older than the Atlantis ones. Like maybe it's just logged way more hours. Yeah, maybe I was thinking that. Down. But yeah, I guess we'll cross that bridge when we come to mm. it. <laughs> uh, yeah, what did what so like Mitch, when you first saw this episode, had you seen any Atlantis before? Like when you saw like how, uh, do you remember reacting to the puddle jumper at all? I I can't remember the order of things the way that it aired here in Australia, because I know that like SG one certainly by this stage it was well and truly like happening you know like I get we might have got it six months after it premiered in the states back in the you know mid uh, noughties but you know we were getting it Australian live you know once per week you know se- sequentially for twenty four weeks or whatever oh, but man. um don't but, you love didn't you speaking of those days didn't you love yeah. it how it was like um. I can't remember the words they used, but it was like fresh from the US 24 yeah. hours after. It was like, yeah, you only fast have track. to wait a week. Fast track, fast yeah. Track. Fast, fast track from the US. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Whereas now, okay. like you see them do that, they're like, it's the same time as the US. It's like, we have mm. to do this to combat piracy <laughs> because if we're one minute late, people won't pay for subscriptions. Yeah. Like, it's just, we're yeah. such a now, now, now shit, like, yeah. type, you know. Uh, God, I make like digital content as three months job. for a DVD of yeah. Stargate once. Yeah. Whereas now I have, and not illegally, legally through uh, Amazon Prime, I have I have Borat took about twelve seconds to download onto my phone, so it's ready yeah. to watch onto my phone the new Borat movie. Yeah. It's and just it's, it's like, just not as good as the first one, but still good. Have you watched it already? Yeah, it's on Prime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. It's been a week and I'm just like, I keep waiting for a time where both my wife and I have got time to watch it. I'm like, I don't actually know that she cares to watch it. I should just <laughs> yeah. have all that spare time that I'm like watching shit by myself. I should just go, ah, oh, I got my money and I'm out, you know, and like put on my mankini for the first time in 14 years, <laughs> um, obviously. Because we have the same body hair. I don't know if anyone's aware of that, but me and Borat's are very similar pursuit-wise. Mm. Um, Actually, in fairness, I think mine spread a little bit. Um, back in 2006, we had the same, but yeah. um, uh, that's beside the point. That's um, going on Patreon. That's going on the OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, that's soon to come. Getting a game on OnlyFans. Wow. <laughs> Wait till we start teasing that. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. I, I don't know uh, at what stage the DVD for Atlantis came out, but I know that Lincoln, my brother and I, the first time we saw Atlantis was going down to probably JB Hi-Fi at that stage, I'm sure was uh, up and running locally. And we bought the first season of this Stargate spinoff and we brought it back and we watched the double episode pilot. I still don't, I, you know, as I said, when we started doing that, I don't even think that I saw the end of it. I think like 80% of the way through that double episode, mum's like, oh, lunch is ready. We paused it. We went and ate. I then went outside and had a swim. Lincoln went inside and pressed play. He watched the rest of it and then watched the entire five seasons and I never went back to it. Wow. And, um, and typically those two things would be the opposite for you two. Oh my God, absolutely. Typically he would be the one to go outside for a surf or something like that. And you would be the one to go inside and watch television. Matt, I twice this week, I had to go in because I've had some massive like 
shoulder and neck problems. I had a fall the other week and like, I've been in like excruciating pain, like through the night. I can't sleep properly and I'm going and seeing physios. Went and saw like a proper specialist. This guy looks after like superstar athletes and I had to walk in going, I think I fell over playing soccer with my kids. Um, (laughs) But on both his form and the form for the physiotherapist afterwards, it was like, you know, what do you do for a job? And I'm like, I'm a digital content producer. So I sit down uh all day and then i come home what do you do well i make podcasts and i if i'm not doing the dishes i'm sitting down watching tv uh, and it's like what are your hobbies what activities do you like to do that is and my I, hobby i left it blank <laughs> on both forms because i'm like oh. i'm not even going to pretend to tell you that i i like cycling that's me riding yeah. my bike outside oh. with the you could kids have at least said once a week right? and doing gardening Check, that's, you know, checkers oh, is the hobby mate the hobby. yeah <laughs> i feel bad so I can't do that. So it's absolutely opposite. But that's, you know, hey, that's how yeah. our lives have changed. Yeah. Thanks to Star Gluing things. Oh, yeah. God. Clag, mate. For days. Four <laughs> Hobbies days. In it, and it's just a, he just hand yeah. writes a link to Pornhub. How do you hyperlink know, can, in writing? Can, can yeah. I click that on a bit of paper? <laughs> can't, can't do it. Right. I'll he's, even, to... he's even memorized his favorite one. It's like pornhub.com slash 2457969. <laughs> Oh uh, yes, it's like hopefully it doesn't pick up where I last left off. That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah, uh, I, I don't I remember. Yeah, a minute when, and a half into the video. Yeah, shut up. It was a two-minute video. I had to work quick. Um, <laughs> yeah, like whenever Atlantis came out, it could have been like at the end of season eight or whatever. But um, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what I would have thought first time watching. It's, it's going to be king. But it was funny watching this last night to prepare for the pod. I actually didn't think twice about it. I just saw the ship mm. and I'm like, oh, cool, an ancient ship, sick. And it looked so much bigger than the puddle jumper we see in Atlantis, probably more so in in length. Like there was at one stage with one of them sitting at, like maybe O'Neill sitting at the desk or the control or whatever. And Carter, I think, says, you know, I think just by the look of it, it actually looks like it's made to fit through the gate. And I'm looking at it going, there's no way that fits through the gate <laughs> just because of like seeing like picturing the way that when someone walks through the stargate how much space there is on either side of them if they walk through the middle and then picturing them and standing in that ship going that ship must be really skinny then skinny than it looks but i'm like you know what it's really long but it doesn't matter how long it is it could be 100 meters long as long as it's not too wide it, it just it didn't seem the same to me as a puddle jumper but I, it, at the same time it just it didn't mean anything to me yeah be, maybe because i've been watching atlantis i'm like oh yeah that ship like i didn't even think it looked the same or that oh you really you same. didn't think and, it was a puddle jumper no until the end when they flew off and i'm like oh right. yeah that's how it looks but i didn't really think oh that's probably what it looks like mm-hmm. like the thing that stood out to me was I'm like, oh shit time travel like is this yeah. where they that they bring in the possibility of that and oh the ancients have been you know we know that they theorized in it and they experimented we don't have any working proof that they did it and even then in the episode they weren't convinced that this was the case like oh these these towers these markings say something different so yeah i'm wondering what i thought about 15 years ago but mm. re-watching it for the first time since 2005 or whatever it didn't actually phase me but that i'm hoping that's because i've been watching atlantis for you know 13 14 episodes or whatever yeah i think yeah. the internal space of the of the jumpers aren't as big as what you'd assume the gate event horizon is but mm. i guess I then believe- you got the thickness of the hull and then it, it kind of and then obviously they have to bring in the the weaponry yeah i believe um, i to fit read- in either read somewhere or is on one of the audio commentaries I listened to once and someone says there's actually two different puddle jumpers in terms of the one that they film in inside of when they're like flying through space and stuff is the full size puddle jumper. 
but if you ever see a puddle jumper like outside on location somewhere it's actually scaled down to like 75% or something like yeah, that right. of a full puddle jumper just to make it easier to transport and all that kind of thing. Yeah. So it makes me wonder if, okay, is the 75% scale one, is that what fits through the gate? Yeah, because the gates sure. are on, um, on location. And then the one we film in, I think they're all CGI slightly oversized. No, no. I mean like the, the set. Oh, you mean the gate? I mean the ship going through when you see the paddle jumper go through the gate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I just mean in terms of scale, I mean, right. like in terms of is the one on, on set, like the, the three quarter scale ship, is that made to fit through like one of the gates that would, that, that, that they built to be on set, like in SG one. Um, and then the one we film it, like the one they film in is that, sort of slightly oversized so it's easy to film it's a little bit more room so it's not as pokey just but becomes that... the TARDIS so as soon as they hop in yeah. it's like whoa this is f***ing huge yeah it's like would that one actually fit through the gate or not I've got no idea something I thought was weird though is at the end after like O'Neill blows up the the Hatak Hatak bro <laughs> what what happened to the ship because it's like when the final scene where they're saying goodbye to um, Mayborn, they yeah. walk through the gate. So, like, yeah. did O'Neill fly the ship back to Earth, like through the gate, then come back to say goodbye to Harry? Like, that seems weird to me. Yeah. Or did they leave the ship there, and then some other team's going to come and get it, probably and bring it back? Which I'm like, probably that's O'Neill. Considering I've walked through like... the gate, I've never flown. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. I reckon saying <laughs> goodbye to Harry, like that'd be full big dick energy if your goodbye to him was inside an ancient vehicle that only you can pilot. Like, <laughs> See you later, Harry. Yeah. You may be a king with many wives, yeah. but I've got this thing. So see ya. You made you made general. You made king. <laughs> well, it's not a competition. <laughs> I um I do want to ask you guys though, they made a big thing at the end of um Harry having many wives. Mm. I just want to ask the two married men in the room. Doesn't that just seem like a lot of extra work? Oh, be fun, really. Like, like off I... each other and stuff. <laughs> That's because you are chaos incarnate. <laughs> and we understand that. I've seen him work his magic. Yeah. But I don't like, like think, think about thinking about the problems you guys have with your wives now, like just in day to day life. Imagine if you had like three of them, like where they can gang up on you. Oh, mate. Imagine no, they don't though. Imagine three no women. Fight. Imagine three women withholding sex from you at a time, though. Like, no, no they, they, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. They, they wouldn't would bang you to spite that bitch. <laughs> Maddie, Maddie, hello. Go back forty seconds. I've seen it happen. I'm not saying who with, but I've seen it happen. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. You don't think that would happen in reverse? If a woman had three husbands and one husband's yeah. like, I am not having sex with you, the, the other bloke would be like, Yeah, I'm with him. It's like, Fuck you, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm but we are right in. We are very yeah. simple creatures. We are yes, very... I know we're oh, We'd probably start banging each other, really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at a certain point, it'll just, yeah, it'll be the same, wouldn't it? Yeah, wouldn't matter. She'll miss it. Let's watch the footy. <laughs> She would hate it. It'd be like watching, like hanging out with your friends all day. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. 
Imagine that. That's what the Bachelorette series become. It's just like these chicks <laughs> having dates like on their own going, where are the guys? Like it's September. Ooh. They're watching the f-ing finals for f-ing sake. Yeah. I remember someone saying, because I, mean, I, I, I think it was, and they were like, oh, why don't they have like a, like a same sex bachelor series or a same sex bachelorette series? And I'm like, think that Hello. thought, think that thought through. Yeah. You've got you've got one per, one girl locked in a house, and then you've got fourteen lesbians locked in a house together. Yeah. You think you give a shit about the one that's locked up in the house on her own? Nah, mate. <laughs> oh, the blokes would be worse. Could you imagine? Yeah, absolutely. God, yeah. Um, I want to say that, like you were saying before, Brennan, the idea if if this was your first foray into Stargate, you'd be a bit. Oh, I don't know about this. Yeah, and I think for me, this is probably the worst example of oh we're shooting on a set I, like you know Funny when they you do say that, that yeah okay because well especially from season nine and ten they build the set <laughs> right and so every second episode i want to say is this set just Redress. different dressing yeah, yeah. Hey, and, and guess what next week annoying next yeah. week when we um when we go over to atlantis and do sanctuary it's the exact same set that we're on. <laughs> it's the exact oh, same castle set redressed. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, it was just that yeah. I think when the, the the hunting party are like, come back and see, you know, King Arkham. I'm going to call him because I can't remember what they really called him. Yeah, and, close. Um, Archon. Archon. Oh, there you go. Okay. And yeah. um, come back, and then it was like a, a a camera sort of like you know placed on the roof almost, and it sort of followed them through, and then it, you know you know come down and and went through the set only as much as it was allowed to because obviously not that big, and I'm just like oh okay we're in another like medieval town sweet awesome mm. um cool. medieval town USA yeah, yeah there's like a thousand of these in the you galaxy. wait till Merlin comes guys yeah it's oh, be great that's right, yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, yeah and like I think I kind of forgave them a little bit for for no real reason once they go oh you know the Gould were there in enslavers, you know, back when the Nakwada mine was, and I'm like, Oh, okay. So it's not like these people had a chance. It's in a way to advance. It's like that in Nakwada mine, the Gould find them, we go sick, mine all this shit. They're not allowed to advance, which I guess is what's happened to so many other villages, but I'm like, okay, it's the same old shit, whatever, just accept it. But then it was probably just the background. Like there were shots where I know they were supposed to be sort of on a higher ground a little bit like up in that, not that they were in a castle, but they were sort of, they were elevated somewhat. Yeah, you had those, steps just, and stuff. those established shots. Yeah. They were higher. Yeah. And there were those shots where clearly they were looking, you know, from inside out of the village and there'd be like, you know, a couple of rocks or a little, you know, outside of a hut or a merchant stand or something. And then it was seemingly, I guess, supposed to be blue sky behind them as if like, were well, you looking outside of the village and it's so high that you couldn't see anything else. And I'm like, that's just like Truman's soul. That's just a painted wall. Like I, I can <laughs> yeah. see that. I feel if like Tilk swings his staff weapon hard enough, he's actually going to put a hole in the wall. Like yeah. it just, it looked probably for me the worst I think any set and cheap background has ever looked on this show yet. And I was, just, it really, it actually really took me out of it. And then I mm. think the, the way that the fight scene was blocked and sh- no, maybe not blocked, but shot and edited at the end was so poor. And it was like, not that I want everything to be on a, you know, uh, a handheld camera and be born identity style, but it was so still. And there were so many different maneuvers per shot between yeah. uh, edits that it just looked it just looked like they were blocking it was look like rehearsals and i'm like 
there's only so much that sound effects can save this. And, <laughs> and I think and, we are used to that born identity style yeah. now. I think yeah, everyone yeah. copied that since that movie. So yeah. everyone is used to that super cut close up hit. Yeah. yeah. And I, I love when people go away from that, you know, like I've, I've yeah. watched videos where I, th- I think the best one I've seen is when they analyzed a, a scene. When I say a scene, like 10 seconds from taken three and Liam Neeson, all he did was he was running away from someone and all he did was like jump onto like, say like a giant skip bin and then hopped over a fence, like a tall fence. So use something to like, uh, you know, give himself a bit of a, 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 a jump up and there was 17 edits in <laughs> in four seconds. And like, I'm not joking. Yeah. It might have even been less than that. It was just bang, cut, cut, over, different shot, different shot, bang, foot, foot, bang, hit the ground, bang, all the way. And it was like, that's disgusting editing. Like, what are you doing to the, what are you trying to do to the viewer? Like, you just, you're trying to do that Bourne thing, which was so new with the Bourne supremacy. Like, it was a cool new way of doing a fight scene. But like, I feel we, we, we make fun so much of the emancipation fight scene, which was what episode three or four depending which way you look at it and you know whether that was because it was like this shitty knife fight or something or it just wasn't convincing the way that they had the choreography or what more do you want she turned her knife around come on (laughs) what more do you want but i think between then like drop it with with tv budgets tv sets um tv time constraints as far as uh choreographing a fight and practicing it and shooting it and editing it i think this is the worst since emancipation uh if we're gonna use emancipation as like that thing where i just i don't know i just think that and and the set dressing really took me out of this episode and i think if it wasn't for so much of the other cool shit you know your mabel and your ancient your time travel jack being back and i know that is a lot so it's like the majority of it's awesome it just it i don't know just really bore down on me just those visual elements i don't know i think i noticed that too i think the ones that Chris Judge, the way he handles that staff is really mm. good. So he kind of, his shots were, I could buy, but the Daniel ones were pretty bad. And the, yeah. the Jafar falling down the steps as well. When <laughs> yeah, Chip yeah, shot yeah. him, I was like, oh man. Yeah, yeah there's a few of them like that. And then this episode, I wouldn't mind me so much with that, the way they re- have to redress a set. It's just that I, you see it so much more moving forward. It irks you every time you see it. Yeah. So um, in a way, it's not really great that you noticed it the first time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think even just the simplicity of like where King Archon, Archon, Archon was, where Harry was, when they're like, "You got to come see our king," and they just like turn down an alley, and he's just down the end. Like I think <laughs> any other alleyway. any any other medieval setting, that's where you tie the horses up. That's yes. the trough, you know. 100%. That's where the beggars sleep. Rather yeah. than being in this giant throne room or elevated yeah, up on this high totally. chair of, um, uh, where, where he can see the entire courtyard of his servants, <laughs> he's around the corner in the dark getting fed strawberries. And I'm like, that's so basic. It's because like we've got this set. Stick a chair there. F***ing Harry, get him. We know the actor. He won't give a f***. He's not going to ask it. He's just happy to be back on the show for the first time in two and a half seasons. Like, I just found that really lazy. It's like, no. Yeah, Give me something funny. else. I don't know. I just, I just. I think yeah. it's because it's supposed to be this awesome crane shot, and you go around yeah. the corner that you're supposed to forget. Yeah, and I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, the crane started higher than where the throne is. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't forgive yeah. that shit. And then the other, the other angle where he kind of flicks his cape and goes, no, leave the throne, go to get that shit, and walks into the tunnel. Yeah, and I'm like, that they could. Why did they have to walk all the way around there? They could have cut through. Yeah, that that corridor yeah <laughs> so, okay ignore that then 
Yeah. Can I tell you, this episode contains my most hated one word and two line delivery of the entire series. Take five, guys? No. <laughs> Fucking Shanksy with what? Kind of sort of like a guango? Makes uh... my skin crawl <laughs> every time. I like that. Why would you say you like it? <laughs> Guango. Guango. That word. He has a lot of those. That word haunts my nightmares. I know they had to, I guess, force the idea that it was a guango. Was it was between a mango and a guava? Guava. guava. And I know they had to force that, but I like that he goes, hey, this whatever food's <laughs> yeah, going to be called a, a guava. A, a guango. Yeah. He's not going to name shit all the time. You should see the Grateful <laughs> Dead Cemetery. Yeah. Uh, you know, that part was then, great. That part then, was great, then, but it was the delivery of the uh, guango yeah. line. Just... And the payoff with the gould, where the gould come along, he's like, try this. It's kind of like a guava and a mango. And I'm like, these guys won't know what a guava <laughs> or a mango is. So I like the payoff of both, but you're right. Like, just that had the, it's like, we have I to. I feel like Shanks is like, this is beneath me. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's the disconnect for me is you can, you can, hear the disdain in Shanks' yeah. voice. So it's like, why would he be contributing to this conversation, to such a mundane conversation about a f-ing piece of fruit? Mm. Why would he be contributing that way? Like, yeah. it just doesn't it doesn't yeah. click. And it just... Just the way Gwenga... Ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> hate it. Hate it, hate it, hate it. It's probably looking at my phone at that point. <laughs> it didn't phase me. I was doing dishes, but I'm like, oh, that's kind of yeah. clever. <laughs> Can't wait to hear what Maddie thinks. I always uh, think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I always think Carter's now the head of SG One, and going to this world having to do with Mayborn, I thought would have been a bit weird. But then she shows a lot of authority because she does have that experience, that past history with in foothold with Mayborn calling him such an idiot. Yeah. That I believe that that interaction was believable for me. Oh, completely. Where, yeah. Where, she's where got... she was took power, and she's like, Mayborn, you're an idiot get up here and show us what, what you've done. That mm. For me, I was like, yes, this is good. Where if it was Kinsey or something, I think she would have taken a step back. Mm. Yeah. Whereas she's, I feel like in her mind, she's like, oh, there's no rank left in this idiot. There's yeah. no, I don't have to give him the tiniest iota of respect. Yeah. And yeah, she just, she's like one step away from just like backhanding him across the face and being like, yeah. do as you told me. I, I like that Carter. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I felt like with that authority, just you bringing that up, was the it was kind of not given the respect that it was due. Where you know she's there going to wrap this shit up, and Daniel's back on the ship. Oh no, back with the I don't know, maybe the the the, the towers Sam. and the writings or whatever. And he's like, Sam, yeah, yeah, he's like, just give us five minutes. Like, no, we need to get the shit now. He's like, no, I'm not leaving. And I'm like, dude, like <laughs> she's your boss. I know that he like, did that to always, Jack all the time. Yeah, I know, but like at least Jack could turn around and go, damn and like yell at him and they'd have a fight over it whereas sam's just like all right i i guess you would only do that if you really needed the time and i'm like no fuck him tell him to get meanwhile tilk's the other one who actually gets it done and actually finds the fucking ship yeah Yeah. you feel like he almost like it's like he's almost waiting for them to stop bickering so that he can get and say oh if you shut the fuck up i've actually found the ship yeah yeah, that's how i feel on this podcast sometimes (laughs) Um, oh sorry did i say that out loud that's you two idiots shut up i got something good to say <laughs> well poor old tilk then like you said he found it he had to wade through all their bullshit of talking to say hey i've actually mm. found it and then when jack and daniel and sam are trying to figure this shit out what's tilk doing babysitting mabel and back yeah. in the village and his town of idiots 
I'm like, you poor bastard. How did you draw the short yeah. straw to get that job? Especially they know that the Jafar are going to come. Yeah. So why would you put Tilk there? Well, I mean, yeah. like they're going to see. His what's first he going to do in the puddle jumper though? Like they've got Jack's the only one that can like start it up. Daniel seems to be the only one that can still read ancient, even though Carter can somehow start a ship, even though she can't read ancient. Their mission was to get Mayborn, so in theory, they should have arrested him and brought him back. Yeah. Yeah. It shouldn't have been like, please. That was their mission. They could have just handcuffed him and taken him back to Earth. Mm. Kind of surprised Tilk didn't manhandle him a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then they would have just got into that standoff with um, the, the chick who was like fully in love with him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Archon! 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 Shut up. Now We're doing this more... again? Jesus. <laughs> Get it, you fucking Spartacus, mate. Okay. You know. Like, she was the head or at least part of the hunting party, right? Because when they mm, yeah. SG1 back, they're like, our hunting party found this. But then she was like present all the time. And I'm like, how, okay, at what hierarchy is it like the king and then the people that bring the food and then everybody <laughs> yeah. else? Because she seemed to be like his advisor and lead hunter and then mm. was also like his spy when they overheard O'Neill talking about taking him somewhere and then yeah. like led the uprising against SG-1 but then and I thought I thought that defense. was going to backfire on Mayborn as yeah. well when she overheard Mayborn saying I can't tell them the truth yeah mm. and then I'm like oh she's going to find out something something's going to go bad and then she kind of pulls the weapons on SG-1 I'm like why are you doing that yeah 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 that there, was, there were moved. definitely a lot of misdirects in this one of like you think something's going to happen and then something like, you know, you think Mayborn at the end, like, oh, he's going to betray SG-1 to the, to the Jafar and then he's not. And then like, there's a lot of that sort of back and forward of mm. setting you up for something for then something completely different to happen. Yeah, I did, I did have an issue with that as well. Like Jack and SG-1 kept saying to Mayborn, hey, tell him the truth. Tell him the truth. Like, stop lying to these people. And I'm like, if I was Mayborn, I'd be like, but like, just butt out, Jack. There's no point sticking your nose in my business. Yeah. I have to live here. I'm mm. the king. I'm responsible. So if I want to rule, they put me in charge. It's like, and if, you know, Jack has a problem with it, you'd be like, well, do you, you lie to the people of earth all the time? Not telling them about the Stargate. You do it every single day to protect <laughs> them. <laughs> and like they, they had to know it wasn't going to work when it's like, he's called the big meeting and made a big pro- proclamation to everybody. Like Mayborn had no sense of authority as he's telling these people. Mm. And that one moment where he like turns around and looks at Jack and Jack's just like, no, no, keep going, keep going. Yeah. And it's like, everyone can see you guys. We can yeah. all see like how- <laughs> You're actually up higher than the king yeah, for some reason. Like, how, how is that going to make him like Archon look like he's in a position of power? I'm like, yeah. yeah. No. I, I would have just said, I've had another vision. Some of you oh, may die. Oh, boom. There it so, is. That's just an easy- Sorted. Mm, right around. Maybe like, yeah. oh, okay. Apparently, I couldn't find any any huge amounts of information about it, but apparently the first draft of this episode included little baby clone eel. The little like young Really? Young O'Neill. Hmm. But I can't the only thing I can guess in terms of the way they were gonna use him was maybe like RDA was not going to be be available, so they were going to use Clonial's ATA gene to start uh, the ship. Okay, but I mean, the episode may have been completely different at that point. I don't know, but yeah, apparently, just the actor was unavailable. He was off doing that. Um, that weird. I think it's for the did. best. Like I, as much as I like that kid, I think 
when O'Neill steps through that Stargate for the first oh, time yeah. this yeah. season, I want to say, maybe the second time, you're like, oh my God, this is good now. Yeah. And, and yeah. imagine <laughs> imagine Mayborn's final episode without Jack in it. Imagine yeah. Yeah. Mayborn for Mayborn's final episode. That, yeah, you needed that interaction. That doesn't sit right. Yeah. Although, yeah. then again, I would like to see what um, Mayborn would have to say about like a, a young clone of O'Neill. That could have been fun. Mm. But you would have needed both of them. You would have needed old and young O'Neill. Uh, yeah, it be, would have been work. good if like the young fella came and he couldn't get it to work, so they had to bring the old fella in anyway. Mm. But it's probably an extra dynamic they didn't need. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of a weird dynamic they didn't need, Wayne Brady. Why? Why was? So that why? was him. That's Wayne Brady. I'm like, God, that looks like Wayne Brady, but like obviously yeah. it wouldn't be. <laughs> what the hell? It looked too much like Wayne Brady. Like, put a Jafamaker on him to hide his, like, <laughs> earth hair or something. Yeah. Like, it was literally just like... It's like those uh, old-school, like, 70s sitcoms of, like, the Brady Bunch and stuff where it's like, and special guest star, and, like, they appear, like, wink at the camera. Yeah, what, like, yeah. I was surprised it wasn't, like, a canned, like, applause. Yeah. When yeah. he first said him doing a dance or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, Whose um, line is it anyway? Uh, Jay and Solid Bob strike back when Mark Hamill appears and the little thing on the spot of the screen says, look kids, it's Mark Hamill. <laughs> <laughs> like, but apparently, yeah, Wayne Brady is just like a massive Stargate fan and basically says, I'm like, I, awesome. I love this show. I'll do any part you want just if I can be in the show. I'll do any part you want. I was like, they gave him this part? Really? Yeah, like, I guess it could have made him Aries. Yeah, actually, see, when he first see Aries, I actually fun. thought he was for a second. Like when I first saw him, then I like you see obviously the, the Jafar marks and all that sort of stuff. I'm like, oh, that kind of sucks because, I mean, that's something we haven't spoken about yet too. Is that at the start they just hit you with so much like catch up knowledge about okay, well this, mm. this is what happened. This system law, this system law is dead. This guy's basically on his way out. She's doing this. Val's killing everyone. These guys are retreating. I'm like, whoa, 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 rewind, and I'm like trying to like connect the dots and shit. So. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Okay, if he could have been made Aries, so we haven't seen Aries then, like, in any form. And like, we around, never did. Around circle. Okay, cool. Like, that would have been <laughs> fucking cool. Like, you imagine yeah, a fan. Been awesome. Like, he's not the biggest superstar in the world, but, like, notably enough where he can go, hey, I love this show. Put me on. And they go, fuck you, Matt. We'll make you a system lord. How about that? Like, yeah. that would just be mint. But you make him his first prime. And, yeah, I don't know. I just felt like maybe that takes it back to the... Um, like the bad set dressing and the bad choreography and stuff that like, I don't know, maybe he got bad dialogue as well. And he's got bad dialogue that only features in that bad set and any fights is really horrible fight and stuff. But I, I mean, I did like that exchange with, uh, with Teal. Know this, Shova. I'll see to it. You suffer slowly and I will see to it that you die quickly. That's that's pimping. Like that's a that's a BDE line right there. Yeah. And then like and then his final words were like, "You were true to your word." Yes. And he's, he's indeed. Dying. And I was like, "Oh, f- yeah." Both of you got it in. Like yeah. it was kind of mutual respect for the warriors, even though they like abs like Tilk at least hated him more than what that guy hated Tilk at that time because he's like, "Well, I guess you're as good as what they say you are." But um, yeah, I mean, you're right. That could have worked just as easily of him being a system lord rather than just yeah. being a first prime. Yeah, especially, I guess, like, because he would carry that prowess of being the system lord and, and the fear of his Jafar around him and probably have a hand device or some kind of shit. Yeah, that's it. And there could be some well. history, like in the same way 
Tilk had history with like his father used to be the first prime of Cronus and Cronus killed his father and stuff like mm. that. They could have, they could have MacGuffin some kind of backstory that Tilk had with Ares so that Wayne Brady could have been Ares and, and the death could have been just as meaningful. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would have enjoyed like if he had have come down really super pompous, like mm. as a God in front yeah. of Mayborn and they're kind of trying to outdo each other for the pompousness yeah. of being King and God. Plus, I just want to hear what Wayne Brady sounds like with his voice flanged. Like, I want to hear him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Flange. And then it still could have had the same payoff as mm. I will kill you quickly. Mm. You're a man of your word. Obviously, like a knife in the pouch isn't going gonna, isn't gonna to kill a system, Lord, but you could have just snapped his neck or oh, yeah. whatever. You True. know, would have been easy enough. Straight up. Yeah. I did like he was no nonsense. So, like, they got straight to the village, walked through, goes up to Mayborn. He's like, So, anyway, uh, you're back to being a slave. Uh, Ares <laughs> yeah. is going to come here and fuck your shit up. And he's like, Yeah, cool. No worries. He's like, all right, good. So, just uh, round up your people and uh, tell them all they're, uh, they're going back to work. And he's like, Yep, sick. And then the other chick comes up and is like, No, fuck you. You're going to be defeated. He's like, What's that, bitch? And Mayborn's like, don't worry, she'll be punished. She goes, yeah, damn right she will. Shoot her in the fucking head now. I'm like, oh, dude, there's no warnings. In. Like, he was yeah. just like, and I know that Mayborn, like, you know, bought her freedom or whoever else. No, oh, she did. She was like, no, no, this prophecy, blah, blah, blah. And Mayborn's like trying to fuck her off. But the weirdest line like, in, that, in, in that instance for me was, there's a prophecy. And he goes, where is the prophecy? Yeah. Where is the prophecy? Why would it be yeah. somewhere? Like, why would you say, what is that the prophecy? Tell yeah. me the prophecy. <laughs> yeah. I have to say How that you Mitch, know that little that little recap you just did of that scene, Mitch, was one of the best things I've ever heard in my life. Oh, that was my version of a whose line is it anyway? I was yeah, like, and scene. So that that took, uh, that took me back to um, uh, around the world when Lincoln used to do the Australian um, <laughs> translations. I was like, wow, I'm in this. This is brilliant. <laughs> Bloody Aries. So that marks the death of Aries, the thirteenth powerful Gwawul that SG One has killed. Brilliant. Another one that we don't see. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah. That's I, a shame. And yet we saw Malok, and he was very intimidating. Like, Malok was like, Mer. Especially Ares. Like, was that? Like, just uh, the name. Ishtas. Remember Ishta killed him? Like, um, remember uh, when Teal'c had the, had the double-ended dildo um, staff right. weapon, and Ishta was getting um, tortured by Malok? Yeah. He was forgettable. Because what's Ares? Hades, Hades is the god of the underworld, right? Yeah, Ares and is the god, Ares of the god of war. Yeah. How the fuck do you waste that? Yeah. Like, just out of a name. Like, I don't care if we get another system, like Malok or whoever, like a random name and you go, oh, and then Wayne Brady's his first prime and, and then the actual system lord dies aboard his attack uh, in, in, in a CGI battle in space. How do you waste yeah. the potential of the name... Yeah. Yeah, Ares. yeah it's like just... it's like killing Zeus off off yeah. screen. It's like really, why? Why? Would you... Yeah, that just seems like such a yeah a weird thing to do. But anyway, whatever. Oh well. And it, like, it's not like we have a lot of Greek gods either. In the no old systems lords. No, like Camulus isn't Greek. He's some some other weird. I think really Cronus is probably Cronus. the only one close. But I've can't remember where that's like Greek and Romans. I get confused with some of them. But I know Cronus wasn't a god he was a titan which were the like they were the creatures that created yeah. the gods so like like cronus and um Ju- i think cronus was greek and then his equivalent was jupiter in roman because the romans were named after the planets are named after the romans so like 
And the Roman named their gods after the Greeks or something, wasn't it? Some yeah, something really weird like that. So like the translations. Uh, King Nep like Neptune and Poseidon are the same. So that like the planet Neptune and then like Jupiter must be Zeus. So Saturn is maybe Cronus then, I think. I don't know. Fifteen year old me would have known all this shit, but I <laughs> don't haven't done it. Bloody like hell, religion just shows. He's a Titan like... and his son was Zeus. Yeah, no, I'm I just mean the 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 correlation between the planets being the Roman ones and the and Yeah. Yeah. Now I just it's all Sailor Moon in here now, so it's all just getting confusing. Um it's got to do like Romans yeah. naming the planets, Christianity coming on going get we're taking the calendar, bitches. Yeah. So yeah. We get we, this, got this. we get the date we get the dates. <laughs> you can look on our calendar to when you named the planets, all right? Yeah. That's how it's gonna work. <laughs> but yeah, so theoretically like Aries is technically like um Cronus's grandson. Because it's like Cronus was the father of Zeus and Zeus was the father of Ares. So God, that would have been a really cool like yeah. you know, line to deal yeah. with. He killed my father because he killed my father. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been, cool. been good. There cool. was um there was some Monty Python stuff in the uh, in the set dressing too. In in one point, um, when I think it's just as Wayne Brady arrives. Um, if you look over like Sam or one of his Jafar is walking along, like clapping his, <laughs> sound, make it sound like horses galloping. Albatross, no. get your albatross. So mounted, <laughs> mounted on the wall behind someone as they're talking is like a chain mail and crown from Monty Python. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Nice. So oh, from like Life of Brian or something. Yeah, it must be. So yeah, one, the, of the, one of the notes of the um, Holy Grail. Holy Grail. <laughs> it's like, where is King Archon? He's not the king. He's a very, very naughty, naughty boy. <laughs> we are the knights of me, 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 me. Uh, I feel like, um, uh, you know, like we're, you know, in our mid thirties and all that sort of shit, but I'm still like, <coughs> late thirties. Well, late, uh, you know, I'm you know, around in the thirties. Yeah. In the thirties. the other week. Some of my late thirties yeah. now. Ah, you're fine. Fine. I don't think yeah. you're late until once you hit seven, six is fine. Like once you hit the seven mark, it's like, Oh, you're near in there. Uh-huh. I still feel like lucky though, that my parents introduced me to, I've only seen, Hardly any of their work, really. Life of Brian, I've seen a, a, more than anything else of theirs. Uh, Monty Python, but I'm like, that's not something that I ever would have otherwise come across. I don't think if my parents didn't go, mm. "Hey, you should watch this shit." Because yeah. so Me if too. you're if you're of our ilk and you haven't seen that and you like, I mean, it's it's very clever, it's stupid but clever at the same time. Go back and watch yeah. the, that that way. My favorite like, type. Hot, yeah, Monty Python <laughs> and the Life mundane. of Brian. Like just the idea oh. of like it start like the movie <laughs> basically starts and you're watching Jesus give one of his sermons and it's like actually Jesus and he's like preaching to thousands of people and it just zooms out and zooms out and zooms out and to the back of the crowd with Brian and his mates going we can't fucking hear you and it's just like absolute <laughs> disrespect to Jesus giving his word like a week before he dies you're like I think he said blessed are the cheeses or whatever like he ends up. Going. <laughs> oh so man good. so good i think one of my favorite ones is um live at the hollywood bowl yeah and they do all their skits live on stage oh wow and it's yeah it's getting brilliant i haven't seen it. i love the i think it must be from life of brian i love the the sex education class like in the in the preppy school where he basically like the teacher basically just brings his missus in and fucks her in front of the class <laughs> as if it's like a sex educational class it's just so bizarre you're just like what is happening 
Oh shit! I don't remember that. Is there full really... frontal nudity in that? Do you see a dong? Like, yeah, I think you... yeah, it yeah, definitely. I think that was the first in, uh... time I saw that in a movie. I was yeah, like, definitely in Life of Brian, you see a bloke like and like the most bush I've ever seen on a man. I want to say <laughs> um, the seventies, baby. Yeah, but a lot a longer than longer than uh, <clears throat> Mister Chow, longer dick than Mister Chow and Hangover. Like you know when you see mm. his bush and but he's got like he's got a he's got a tiny penis. Yeah. Uh, this he's in a scenario got... where his pubes are longer than his actual dick. Yeah, yeah. Like, if he takes guy, a shower, it's, yeah. yeah. Whereas Life of Brian guy was like competitive. It was like dick to pubic hair ratio was, was quite even. So yeah. um, weird tangent we're on at the moment, but valid, but valid. But not really. No, I just love, I just love, I just want my ringtone now <laughs> of, Mitch, to- of Mitch be saying that's the most bush I've ever seen on a man. Like Mate, you can put that as a message tone every time I send you a text. It's yeah, the most bush yeah. I've seen on it, man. Um, with with the Aries scene, the background with his Jafar, it, it it's probably happened a hundred times, and I've never really paid much attention. But like when you had um, who was at the gate at the time? Definitely, definitely Teal, and I, I think it was Teal and, and, and Daniel, right? And they were going yeah. back to the gate, were they? And then yeah, the, so the he's gate... like, "Oh, head back to the gate to secure it." And that's right. There, and then they and it's dial it's in. dialing up, and then opens up and like two Jafar come and it's like looking around for 10 seconds and like mm. shoot them. <laughs> yeah. Shoot them Directly now. Directly in the face. Even yeah. if you miss and the blast goes through the gate, it's not popping out on the other side to warn them. Okay. Everything goes yeah. through. It's, they won't know you're there until they mm. step through fish in a barrel. With they the get fucking shot bang dead before they even know that they've reformed. Yeah. Shoot them now. And it's killed like, more Jafar than that while sneezing. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And I'm like, just shoot it. And Daniel's like, uh, Jack, we got a problem here. And next time you look up, there's 20 Jafar there. And then Wayne Brady pops out. And I'm like, oh, great. Okay, so just let everybody come. And you're like, <laughs> we couldn't possibly let them know we we're here. And I'm like, you wouldn't have to <laughs> if you shot them. And every time you shot them, you could move differently. So you could actually move like parallel or whatever to the gate and yeah. sideways. As soon as they come through, shoot them in the side of the head. Dead, dead, well, the dead. The DHD dead. is the perfect cover. Yeah. Well, and plus you could just reach up and press the button in the middle of the DHD and turn the yeah, gate on. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. It's like when your mate used to call, you know, we, you know, you'd have no, someone was calling you just like pick it up, hang it up straight away. Go, ah, f- yeah. Like, you know, obviously we're talking landlines. No one has them anymore. <laughs> you know, I used to, I used to have a friend who was so cheap. If he wanted to talk to you, he would call you, let it ring once and hang up before you had a chance uh, to pick it up. So that you would have to call him back. Brilliant. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. First girlfriend, mate. We had free 20 minutes. First 20 minutes of a phone call. So we call each other for 19 minutes at a time and oh, wouldn't have to yeah. pay for our mobile calls. Amazing. That's how I 14 year old. Loopholes, loopholes. And one time I went to 21 and I'm like, my life's over. I'm paying for a phone call. It's going to be $400. <laughs> you remember when you used to accidentally like you know hit the internet button on your mobile phone and suddenly you got like an extra extra hundred dollar charge for, yeah. for like being on google yeah. for eight seconds oh you want to go on the internet for 10 seconds what do you think this is the future this is going to cost you a thousand dollars i bought 30 dollars worth of credit once yeah. and you like accidentally pressed the wrong button and i just turned my phone off and i turned it back on and i was zero credit how? <laughs> Threw it straight in the pool. Like, just, yeah. Just what is in the, case. I called Where them is... and I'm like, "Can you not do?" It? And they're like, "Nah, tough luck. You spent it." Yeah. Whereas <laughs> these days now, it was off. When was the last time anyone actually paid for a phone call? Like your standard mobile phone plans now, mm. calls and texts, unlimited text. Remember when I remember in grade twelve? So this would have been like two thousand and one. 
and you could only you only had like 50 texts a month yeah, yeah. before they got and now it's like all you call you could only do 50, free. 50 letters until, yeah. and that made yeah. one text. So that was and you'd hear those like rebels, those people at school that they, they're so addicted to their phones. They used all 50 text messages in two days. They yeah. can't message anyone until next month. You're like, oh my God, <laughs> you've got a problem. You've got an addiction to your phone. You need to put down the text messages. Yeah. yeah. Crazy times. Back when you used to have to use all those shorthand things, like instead of typing Y-O-U, you just put U. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> or M eight instead of mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah so creative. Yeah. You had to just save up so much to save. English. That's why. Think, the, that's why LOL and OMG exist. Yeah, yeah. I think one day I got I like I was so close to fitting everything in one message that I actually took out the spaces. So like one word was capitals, next one was small, yeah, next nice. one was capitals, I'm and I'm that. like, it's perfectly readable, but I've not wasted a fucking digit here. And I've, yeah, nice. I've maxed out my caps. Uh, Further my to caps. that, I still hashtag that way. If I do a hashtag, yes, I do that too. Word, oh, what? I capital yeah. capital each word. Like if if it's a oh fucking rock on, brothers. Jesus Have Christ! To, yeah. I, like I know it's not the norm, but God, I think it looks sexier. And I don't care if it oh, makes me look stupid. I'm like, so I have to literally to spell out each word that I'm like. No, no, no. Call me old, but it... I don't. At least I can read it. Yeah. Absolutely. Because <laughs> there's a few of those where it just looks wrong. Yeah, and, and it makes it makes bad words mate remember remember well, um it. susan Bo- susan boyle remember that's susan right. boyle's problem a couple of years ago yeah. and it was, was she, it was a susan susan album party or something but when mm. it was all in lowercase it was sus anal bum party <laughs> that's it <laughs> no one's made that mistake again nope. <laughs> capitals Cap- are your friends capital letters, baby <laughs> oh yeah Hell yeah. Actually, hey, look, just, you know, just one other little tangent that, like, uh, you know, uh, apostrophes and commas and stuff. And I'm a real stickler for, you know, blah, 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 comma, mate. Matt or mate mm. or whatever, you know. And uh, I saw people having an argument on Twitter. One of them happened to be rugby league commentator Phil Gould. And uh, some punter said something to him, but spelt, he said, oh, something losing. They'll be losing that. And they spelled it loosing. And he asterisked losing with one O. And he goes, <laughs> Learn to spell Einstein, but didn't put the comma in there. Someone goes, wouldn't it be learn to spell comma Einstein? I think, or are you learn literally telling Einstein. him to say, learn to spell learn Einstein? To spell the name Einstein. <laughs> like, this is a deep, dark world we're going yeah. in here. Let's just all, uh, you know, get uh, off the internet and love each other. Shall well, we? I mean, and just to backpedal. It's like I mean, the grammar, the, yeah. the grammar meme. You're going to help your uncle Jack off a horse? Or are you going to help your uncle Jack off a horse? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've, I've got to say, though, just to backpedal, I mean, if you have the choice between going to a Susan Boyle album party or a sus anal bum party, I know which one of those I'm going to. God, yes. Oh, yeah. it's, not, it's not a fucking Susan Boyle party, I can tell you that much. Susan Boyle's <laughs> anal party. <laughs> Is it too much to ask for both? Um, one other little question about the old uh, the, the, the Jafar arriving, and they were going to blow the ship, right? Because they couldn't. They couldn't yeah, work out the ship, me. and it's like we don't want to let this fall into enemy hands. We're going to blow this up. So Daniel buzzes through and says, "Hey, there's 20 Jafar here that we chose not to kill when we had the chance. So they're all here now. <laughs> um, don't blow the ship because you'll give away your cover." And I want to say about three minutes later, when Wayne Brady and his people are walking through the town and about to shoot random women in the head, and they're going to go find the the tablets and the and the prophecies and stuff. And, you know, Daniel and, and Tilk uh, in their Jedi robes um, in, amongst the townspeople, fully Obi-Wan Kenobi, like so nobody obvious. else. Oh, my God. Like <laughs> Assassin's Creed. 
they're just like walking yeah. through just blending and they like buzz through and they're like jack should have blown the ship by now what's he doing and i'm like what hang on what but before when they arrived when they were at the gate you said they will see your position but now that they're at the town you're going why haven't they done it now mm. and for me that was just like well we we need and then to Jack started some... shooting the Jafar, which gave away their position. Absolutely, it did. So it was like we need to create some kind of drama around this ship. Like, oh, we might want to destroy it, but of course, this is going to be a big development for the story of this show uh, and the history of the show as well. Um, we need to keep it. We can't just go, hey, we're keeping this ship because then they're just standing around for an extra 10 minutes not knowing how to work it. Um, so let's create some kind of fake drama that we're going to blow it up. But of course we're not, but I just found that dialogue really let that, that fake, um, that fake down that, Oh, we're going to blow it up. No, we're not. Oh, why haven't you blown it up? Because we were never going to, except we were. And I'm just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, just doesn't make any sense to me. Or something where yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I got annoyed where she's like, I need more time. And then he's like, nah, we'll blow it up. Why? They're not even coming in. They're not mm. even close. Yeah. They're just on the planet. Hmm. Took you guys ages to find it. And what are they going to do with it? Like they can't. Yeah, acti- they can't, they can't activate it. any of it because I mean Carter and and Jack are having trouble activating it. So yeah. like, and can is it just a new thing to me, or can all first primes and Jafar's read ancient like straight off? Because <laughs> yeah. Sam and Jack can't. So <laughs> right. So yeah. like when when uh, Daniel buzzes through and says, "Hey, look, this stupid woman here has just told him straight up about the prophecy. Like it was not a secret that she'd only just found out about and they're going to go and find it. And then as soon as they find that they're immediately going to search the area. So they're going to find the ship. And I'm like, how do you know that? Like they're going to find a little tower and go, there's a time travel device here somewhere guys. It's probably under some shrubs. Mm. Let's go find it. Like he got there. They looked at the tower and went, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Search party. Let's do it. I'm like, I we had to get like different people to come and translate this shit that have studied yeah. this. Like I mean, literally oh. ten minutes earlier, like when when they were trying to find the ship, like they were ha- like Sam, Tilk, and and Daniel were having trouble finding the ship, and Sam was all like, "We have to go, we have to go." <laughs> mm. Well, they get here, so it's like it obviously it's hard to find. Yeah, mm. but the the, the Jafar party didn't have a problem. Mm. Yeah, but despite despite all that, I still love this episode. Like, despite all oh, the yeah. flaws oh, it yeah. has, I don't care. Oh, it's just fun to have a bit of fun with it. But like, I just if it Mayborn, like, I think I I, I want to say that I didn't even watch all of that last one. That he's a surprise, surprise. But I think I said it during the podcast that um the off world one that obviously Jared oh, to the Arugula moon. Whatever it was. Yeah, the well, the, the, the Arugula moon. Yeah, either I didn't finish watching it or I have very little memory of it, but it's like, I'm trying to think of, is this Mayborn, is he so far removed from than the second last time that we saw him? Or is this a natural progression from the last time we saw him? Because he does kind of seem like such a different Mayborn. But whenever I think of Mayborn, I do think of him as being the first three seasons Mayborn, as opposed to how quickly he developed each and every time we saw him after that. I don't know. It's just yeah, it's fun. It adds a different element, a nice little throwback that we are talking ancients and we are talking, you know, the developments of of the Gould infighting between the system lords and all that. But here we've got Jack and we've got Mayborn, and as much as they've moved on and developed, 
it's still that great friction from season one and season two and season three and all that sort of shit. So there is yeah. so much fun to be had with those characters. And in the end, you, you, you want him to stay there and be king, even though he doesn't deserve to be. And to have his five wives, even though that line probably wouldn't fly yeah. in 2020 and all that sort of shit. Like, That'd be fine. They still do that somewhere in the States, don't they? Oh, absolutely. 17 <laughs> states in the States. I'm Utah sure that's or perfectly something. legal. Yeah. <laughs> the um, Amish people. Yeah. So Great no, it people. is it's a it's a very fun episode and just so progressive in like how much it adds to yeah, the ongoing stuff. Like I, I know that time travel comes into this show, obviously, uh very soon and ongoing, but the fact that this is when it was introduced, I, I could have been here for the next year and not been able to tell you what episode they first introduced it in. This would have been yeah. one of the last mm. on my list. Yeah. I I, do... I just like the idea that there's a pillar. It's a simple prop of a pillar with some ancient writing on it, and they can make this whole storyline. Mm. And your imagination takes over. Yeah, that's, that's what I cool. love so much about this show in particular, and science mm. fiction as a genre. Is yeah. that here's this thing where you can't read it, but it tells you the past, present, and future, and you're like, oh, okay, I've already bought into this. Yeah, and yeah. and you don't have to have crazy special effects. It's just a, an ancient writing. I do kind of wish that we'd already gotten to the Atlantis episode um, before I sleep, before we yeah. got to this. I would have loved to have done those two back to back because they kind of do, in a way, <clears throat> tie into each other. Um, and in my head, though, I always just assumed they they sort of played back to back. Funny you say that because when they broadcasted in '05, I think it was, they that aired the same night as Before I Sleep. Yeah, yeah, I read something like that, like in the UK, because like America played it differently to the UK or something like that. And um, yeah, I, th- I think they belong together. And I think I think before I sleep, probably I think before belongs... I sleep first. Well, yeah, belongs first. Yeah, I, think. I agree. Yeah, because then you get the backstory. You kind of get the back. You kind of get the backstory in a way that oh, it's a puddle jumper. It's ancient. You know more than SG One already, but to get that little yeah. bit extra detail would have been really nice. Yeah, because this is episode 13 and Before I Sleep is episode 15. So, yeah, yeah so we're still a few weeks away from it, but um, that'll be a really fun one when we get to it. I can't wait for that. Mm. Yeah, I've always thought that should have been first. Mm. Yeah, it just has a nice little continuity because, yeah, when you watch this episode, you're like, oh, that's the, and that's the thing with the, th- oh, yeah, <laughs> it's good. I have a question for you. Mm. So, you know how... He said, I'm "Oh, a- it's time to find out if we." Mayborn, Mayborn says, Mayborn says, obviously, anyone who understands that writing can do what I do and tell you the prophecy. So I'm a fraud, and she and the woman, he's level five, <laughs> stage five clinger, jumps up and says, "What about the irrigation system? What about our legal system?" And he's like, "No, that was me." So my question to you guys is, if you went back in time to say the life of Brian or, or that, and they made you king of, or on a different planet, which is kind of old school. Mm. What do you think you would bring without your iPhone, just in pure memory? What do you think you could bring to that culture in oh, terms of Jesus. irrigation and plumbing and stuff oh, like this? None of that. I'd bring atheism. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. Then I just know that the future generations will be just fine. <laughs> Can we just concentrate on science, guys? Yeah. Can we all just get along? And, you know, science might get us there in the end. That's it. To, to God. You don't know. <laughs> that Star Trek movie. <laughs> God, I couldn't even, I couldn't even uh, start a fire. 
Like if I had to go back into to medieval times, mm. I wouldn't be able to. If I went back to fucking, um, Cro-Magnon man and bloody cavemans, I wouldn't even be able to teach them fire. Like I'd just be like, mm. I'm like even um, I watched the boys since we started. Oh, one oh, two. nice. How but much? In, all of it? Oh, yeah, one and two, you said. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, but <laughs> there's the guy, the black guy, I can't remember his name. Black he's watching, he's watching Outlander. Milk. Oh, Mother's oh, Milk. Oh, Mother's yeah. Milk. Mother's Milk. He's watching Outlander <laughs> and he's like, what's that show? He's like, it's called Shut the <laughs> F*** Up. So yeah. I lost it. Because <laughs> I've watched Outlander. Because yeah. I, I dig tra- time travel. And it's funny because she goes back, to, she only goes back 200 years and they don't know what germs are. They don't mm. know, like in, in the war, they used to pack wounds with mud. Yeah, that's right. Like, and they'd mostly die of infection. Yeah. So like, oh, I man, think even basic, basic idea of concept of germs yeah. would be just a game changer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, even just on that, like I, I split my head open a couple of months back and like we're up, on holidays we're up at harvey base a couple of hours away from home and we're about to drive back and sarah's like i think you might need stitches but like what should we just push her and go home or whatever and we like talk to my doctor and we're like so what should we do should we go get stitches Does this look like something we facetime he's a family friend he's like just do a field dressing and sarah's like what and he goes well it's, it's in the middle of my head he goes just grab like two chunks of hair on either side of the of the split and tie a knot in the hair and it will seal the cut up because that's a field dressing and for as far as your hair goes. And I'm like, that's cool. I've got a knot (laughs) in the top of my head. That's keeping a split that is pissing out blood ever. I'm like, Oh, this makes me tough. And then I kind of passed out in the passenger seat and let my wife drive home. So I was toughest top knot in existence. (laughs) (laughs) Tell you what that means. You're falling apart. That's a top knot. It's keeping it. Jeez, but you had a fall the other day. You busted your head open on holidays. You are falling apart, oh, mate. And honestly, both of them are so pathetic. Like the, I was trying to oh, be like fake, fake angry. I oh, know. Like <laughs> it was the mirror. It was the no, not even the mirror. It was the thing that holds your glasses beh- above or behind you, the, the rear view mirror oh, yeah. in your car. If you've got the glasses holder there, like it was down. And my kids were being shits in the back seat, and I went to throw myself around and go, "Just put your seatbelts on." And as I threw myself around, I went head first into that thing, Oof. and it just like. That's dug enough. a big chunk out of my head you and know the kids are pissing themselves laughing when you oh uh, i think because i did that thing where like i just couldn't like sarah's outside i'm like, <laughs> I'm like and she's like through the window she's like what's wrong what's wrong and i couldn't even stop like from holding my breath tight trying to keep like my sanity in and my swearing in that all I my energy is going all. into not murdering my entire family in front of this wonderful cafe that we just had some smashed avo at okay no i kicked a soccer ball the other week and i was pretending i was pretending to be a dickhead and in turn it made me a dickhead because i'm like oh look at this i'm gonna show you a trick shot <laughs> and i went to kick it from behind and instead i mistimed because i wasn't looking at the ball and instead of kicking from behind i went over top of the ball and then rolled it and my whole body went ass over and i used my right hand as like an anchor to steady myself and as a hit and my body twisted my shoulder didn't and since then i've been a little bit of mitchies and a little bit of pain mate um, where, where were you when we set with writing that bloody song you could have got your own oh verse. god that's it mate isn't it ironic? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, no, I've, I actually, I've been when thinking When you're catching about... a plane and you're still asleep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Isn't oh. it ironic? 
You don't go you and think? get a rug and you lock yourself out of the house. <laughs> See, come on, doesn't that fit? Doesn't that just fit in with that shit that I have done in the past? Well, like you try to kick there. a ball and you kick your own ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh, kill me. Uh, um, so it's like um, it's like um Jim Carrey when in Lie Lie a guy walking What do you think I'm doing? I'm kicking my ass. You mind? mind? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit i've actually though that that i've actually thought about that question though brennan a little bit over the last couple of weeks in particular i don't know why i've been uh, reading actually maddie you know because he read the series the uh, matthew riley books and they talk about you know it's like one of the theories about you know it's not like exclusive to that book but uh the the what past civilizations theory um that you know like there have been advanced societies and civilizations on this planet before that have died off killed off whatever and yeah. then we've had to re-evolve or, or you know come back from like you know a group of you know like uh, a couple of hundred or a couple of thousand have had to relearn everything and obviously done things a lot differently along the way and i'm like i'm like where do we go wrong you know back at whatever point in time where do we go wrong to hmm. you know i'm only assuming that however thou- how many thousands or tens of thousands of years old that our species is now i'm only assuming that we should be so far more advanced than what we are based on where we could have been if we'd made a few other butterfly effect decisions along the way you make a good point there um but it's like atheism it's like there's just yeah there's hmm. yeah I mean, there's so much there. there. there's so a lot of issues we like, wouldn't have had the dark ages yeah, if you go back mm. a really long way, I'd take atheism, atheism with me. If you went back, say, 200 years, I'd take, like, Chumbawamba back with me and just be like, <laughs> oh, get knocked down, but I'll get up again. You're never going to get me down. I'd just take that with me. I made oh, it yeah. Well, I think we've spoken before. Like, I'd love to go back 50 years and just take back, like, modern movies with amazing CGI and be like, yeah, look at these blue cat Where people can I play this? And, Where can I yeah. stream this? <laughs> now, do you, do you have a USB-C port or... Uh, oh, this is awkward. Have you got an adapter? Where's Apple where I can buy one for $80? Where's Apple um, Genius, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just like dumb shit like that. Like that's, that's fun yeah. time travel. Just go back and be like, oh, I'm just going to blow your minds for a oh, little mate. bit. My, okay. my dad It'd be just so great if you could have Wi-Fi connected through the, the portal oh, that you yeah. came through. Yeah. That that would be the game changer. Yeah. My uh my dad is time traveling. He uh he took his iPhone four, I wanna oh my say. God, how is it still uh, working? Well to get fixed the other day because the, the charging port was, was broken, like it wasn't charging. Um so instead of getting a new phone, he just decided to get his, his iPhone four fixed. So he drives like probably I don't know why, but he drove from like Redcliffe to North Lake. So it's like a good twenty minute drive. Waited around three hours, like wandering around North Lakes to get the phone fixed, just the charging port. Gets it back, drives all the way home, and then looks at his phone and realizes that it's got no service and they fucked something up. So he had to drive all the way back. <laughs> so they could, and I was like, mate, there's a Telstra shop two minutes down the road. Just go yeah. and get your iPhone. You're doing all right, Dad. You can They're free. Phone. They're giving them away. They're giving them away. <laughs> I want, I have to say, I'm, I'm living my best like 2000s life i want one of those samsung flip phones yeah those dude the phone will be dreaming about it screens i've never seen one in motion snake. i've just seen pictures and i'm just like what is this i watched a video on youtube Magic. the other day and i was just like i almost came like it was so it was like just a fat dude talking about this phone for half an hour and jesus it almost got me there it's 
Oh, oh, you're talking about the new Samsung or the old ones? No, no, the new one. The new, yeah, the new, the, the new Z, flip one. Z Flip or whatever it's called. Z Fold or Fold Z, Z, Z or yeah, something. That's, what, that's the thing I don't like about it is that they call it <coughs> what it does. And I'm like, nah, that's not going to age that well. Like, no. You know, don't oh, no, call... I think I think the Fold goes this way, but the Flip goes this way. It's like a proper old school, like... Oh, dear. I don't even understand how that could work, but I'd like it. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I mean, I'm still with iPhones. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm still buying Apple. No, but no, 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 no. I want the Breaking Bad flip phones back. Yes. Yeah. I just love that show. They didn't never even thought about it. They break the screen off. How does that stop you from getting traced? <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> the oh, whole show, they're just snapping phones in half. I'm like, yeah. just take the SIM card out. I like back when What's they used to you? stamp on phones. Like now if you like, if you dropped your phone and you stood on it, you're like, well, it's an iPhone. Of course it's going to break. It broke yeah. when I took it out of my pocket. Back yeah. when they used to do that in movies, I'm like, you're not dropping a Nokia 3310 and standing on it and going, that's broken. No. You're improving it, if anything. It's like, it's making it tougher. Hey, so a um, bit of bad news. As much as we sort of panned some of the badness of this episode, this is actually the last episode to feature a writing credit for one Peter DeLuise. Bullshit. Wow. That's it. He goes on to direct... What, you mean he of doesn't, all the series? Yeah, he doesn't write a single line of Stargate oh. from here on, oh here on out. Oh, my God. Wow. Which I could well, have sworn Someone should have thrown him into universe for fuck's sake. Well, he, he directed <laughs> a bunch of those. He directed, like, the pilot, yeah, I think. should have rewritten episode. Um, and I, I think I even looked at that he hasn't written anything since then either. I might just have to just double well, He hasn't that. been a writer of, of any description He hasn't written then. like another script for, a ter- for television since this. Is he still like regularly directing them? Like what's he doing? Yeah, like, yeah. He, that's he's his, a prolific his TV director, yeah. Yeah, he's still directing just, you know, episodes here and there. Dark Matter, Shadowhunters. He's done a bunch of TV movies. Some show called When Calls the Heart. Um, so, yeah, no, he's, um, he's been... He directed seven episodes of Universe, four episodes of Sanctuary, which was um, a meta tapping show after Stargate. He did four episodes of good old Kyle XY. So, yeah, he's doing plenty of directing. Let me just have a look at his writing credits. Yeah, that's it. So he wrote uh, The Defiant One and Good to Be King. He got the story by credit. The only other things that he gets credits for are clip shows. So Citizen, mm. Joe, Citizens Joe, Letters from Pegasus and Inquis- Inquisition. That's it. That's all he ever wrote. I swore I'd never write again. <laughs> He's like, no, babe, no Mayborn, no writing. <laughs> so, yeah. Maybe as a commemorative thing, you know, Mitch can finally go back and watch the first ones. Yes. <laughs> we're we talking season four season five when was season, it? Four, season four episode four i believe jesus christ that's a long time ago mm. yeah. oh sorry season four episode four was crossroads season four episode eight that's right Ooh, there the we fourth go. episode of disc two just wanted to share a couple of my favorite jack lines in this it's in the same scene actually he did have some good ones surrender your weapons or die where you stand oh if i had a nickel <laughs> I don't know why. If I had a nickel. I love um, when he's trying to get the gate ship working and so they, they're all like, it's like tense, 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 tense. Got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great That's one. Really good. And Daniel's just like, oh, for crying out loud. 
God, I miss going off the world. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the little leaves around his head. Yeah. I did, um, I did read a that thing was... where I couldn't, I couldn't pick it, but someone said that, when, you know, when he comes through and they're playing the music and he goes, oh, do you mind? They're killing that little ditty. Someone was yeah. saying that little ditty is um, the MacGyver theme, but I couldn't pick it. Oh, really? Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't find anywhere in it where it sounded like the MacGyver theme, but someone thinks it does. Yeah, I just love that line. The the I miss going off world. Just just the idea. It, it it was like kind of what Hammond would be too if he came across like a detonator somewhere. It'd be like, oh god, that takes me back. Like <laughs> Jack realized that gotta love this. He it's hasn't fun. been alive since the last time he was at threat of being killed. <laughs> Fired a just nickel. And he rush. never cared. Like that was his first thing. <laughs> Nonchalance. No, he's got his it. he's got his plot armor on. He's fine. It's I like it at the start where he's like. And that affects us how? Yeah. Like with everything. Maybe one could be killed, tortured. And? All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, so it was fun. Like, for, as far as percentage-wise of getting Jack in an episode again, it was like, it's been a while. Obviously, only half a season, but still. Yeah, but because you watch Atlantis time. as well. Oh, yeah. Like full season's whole worth season. of episodes mm. for us, yeah. Too long, too long. All right, that's episode 176 of Get Into Gate. We will be back next week, uh, back to the Pegasus Galaxy, to talk Sanctuary. Now, Maddie, remind me, uh, mm. where are we at now in your three-episode lull? Is this the third and final mm. of that lull? This is the third of yes. what I thought was the lull, uh, because then after that is my favourite episode of the season, Before I Sleep. Right, right. So the one that should have been mm. before this episode in some kind of weird chronological thing that I don't quite understand yet, but I oh, will. You will, Mitchell. Oh, I will. Um, I will. Right. Okay. So, yes, the third, which mm. I'm trying to think of what you said on our last Atlantis record. I think Sanctuary, you said, is the worst of the three yes. episodes. Yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought Hot Zone was the nice surprise for me. Hot Zone was like, oh, that actually wasn't as terrible as I remember because I went in with zero extension. Sanctuary is hot, sweaty garbage. Okay. Yeah. Something I'm confident. To. I'm confident. <laughs> yeah, I think the Sanctuary, uh, sorry, Before I Sleep is one of the best of the season. Yeah, it really is. It was when I, it was, really cool. spoiler alert, but it was when I fell in love with Weir. That was actually, this, that was the episode where Weir became my favourite character of Atlantis. God, that <laughs> just makes me sad. <laughs> what a low bar you have. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. We'll, we'll talk about it in a couple of weeks, but it was, <laughs> I can't see how yeah. you can't not love her after this episode, after, before I sleep. Well, oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they retconned it because everyone fucking hated us. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, until then, or at least until next week's episode, you can check out all of our old podcasts on your favorite podcasting outlet. Just search Get Into Gate, a Stargate podcast. And if you want to know how good it is to be king, check out our Patreon. Not nice. bad. Not hey? bad. Good size. Not bad. Good size. Uh, just like, welcome to our Patreon team. Harry Uton. Did you struggle with the name Harry? <laughs> no, he's, it's, that's what it sounded like to me. Harry, it's just a full stop. You don't need to pronounce what you think that might be. No, his last Harry. name, his last name's Uton. Harry okay. Uton. 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 I don't know. Welcome, Harry.
Hazar. Hazar. The Uts. Uts. Get Uts ya. Get it Uts ya, Haz. Get it Uts ya, Haz. And uh, being that he's on Patreon, he's eligible now for our, I'm wearing it, our merch. We have, we have our oh, Patreon merch. Patreon merch. Brendan and I have always wanted you to wear our faces. Mate, That's I what sit, we've always yeah. I, I sit <laughs> on, on your face, on your face time, though. I, I sit on pictures of your face all the time, Mitch. I've got a Gibson yeah. Brothers podcast t-shirt. Unavailable to anyone. <laughs> They're not available anyway. They're not available. They're exclusive to the Gibson <laughs> brothers. Yeah. Uh, Ex- yeah. Exclusive to Brennan's chest. So that's yeah. basically it. <laughs> I got one for Reese too. So yeah, he's stoked. He doesn't wear it. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> he doesn't come to the podcast I've seen him anymore. Heaps. Seen him wait heaps watching. Yeah. I'm, yeah. wearing, I'm just wearing a brown shirt. I it's, love brown. It's got no distinguishable marks whatsoever. <laughs> You're telling me there's nowhere well, on there that says NRL or Broncos. Mate, I'm be surprised. Blue. Wow. Oh, I should get a shirt that says Clag. <laughs> oh, my God. Just with the oh. horse on it. Like, you know how they used to make yeah. glue yeah. out of horses? I have a, yeah, I have a Slurm just... shirt now from Futurama. I've, I've got a Slurm one, which I love. I should actually just get a white shirt and then just over the chest, yeah. like over the over the heart, the actual, like, this, what the sticker the, is. The Clag. Yeah. Sticker. The logo. In that ready orange color. Just like, like wear it ironically, like, you know, just a throwback shirt. <laughs> like Lincoln's got some weird shirt that's just got like a picture of a Vegemite jar on it and over his chest, like a little one. Like just why? Oh, because like, no, like it's just, it's just like you're a really big fan Represent. of that product. What? Why? I'm a big fan of Clag Glue. What up? <laughs> Especially in the little tubs. Yeah, that. Yeah, Imagine baby. that. Just on my back. Clag one. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Clag. <laughs> Hashtag keeping it clag. Um, there you go, clag paste. Like it's not even glue; it's paste. <laughs> it's not glue. That's the funny thing. It doesn't glue. Anything. Now, yeah. See, this is the one that takes us back to our childhood. That one. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the, the one. The, that's that's the one. with the spoon. <laughs> oh no, mine had the brush. Mine had the brush. You pulled it out. There's that yeah, really long stick. Yeah. <laughs> kids used to eat like a spoon. Oh, oh I yeah. get it. You know those weird kids that picked their scabs off and ate them they ate the glue oh. <laughs> it's funny you say that as that comes up on my feed oh that's, that's clag glue that's the way they paint the glue oh. on your thing and then peel oh, it off spider-man one of your pornhub videos <laughs> yeah. one of my personal pornhub videos i uploaded <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and i'd appreciate it if it didn't get an alert every time you uploaded something to pornhub matt i don't know how you made that happen but yeah. well, you shouldn't have subscribed matt <laughs> You asked me to subscribe to all of your channels. Yeah. <laughs> what was I supposed to do? Anyway, you can uh, check us out on the Patreon, Maddie on Pornhub, or uh, in the future, get in the gate on OnlyFans. Yeah. Where some real sick shit's going to fly. <laughs> oh, actually, I want to give a shout out to Joz. Joz was on our podcast three times, I think. Shit, yeah. yeah. Double Jeopardy. What, season four? Big Joz. Uh, he's off. just recovering from some emergency surgery. He had an infection in his leg. Poor bugger's had over 20 surgeries, so he's yeah. he's going to have to probably have another hip replacement. Shit. Because um, that was causing the infection. So shout out to Joz. Joz, J-O-Z underscore TV. If you want to get in contact with him, give him a line. That's on the dark web though, isn't it? On Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Oh, dark he's on the light web now. Yeah. He's got no photos. It's just him in the studio doing the um the podcast with us as his profile picture 
and doing the vinegar stroke in the dark. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's I mean, that, that's one of the greatest contributions to this podcast ever is the vinegar stroke. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And a big shout out to Jos, who's currently, while he's listening to this, why going, not? Yeah. <laughs> he's currently thinking, I listened to this <laughs> shit for two hours and 12 minutes just to get through to a measly fucking shout out. Yeah. This is bullshit. <laughs> and I love it. Yeah. I'll so, send you the uh, time code. That's because he's at, <laughs> he's lovely because he's, he's mid vinegar stroke right now. Yeah, yeah. It's been a long build up, but it was worth it. Yeah, I mean that's one yeah. hell of an edging session right there. He's been oh, you know God. he's been starting since you were locked outside. Well, outside or not, we will be back next week to talk Pegasus Galaxy stuff, Sanctuary. Whether you're vinegar stroke Sanctuary or not, I don't know what's going on. Find yourself, find us next week. More get in the gate. We'll see you later, boys. I am craving some salt and chips now, though, ironically. Which oh, is weird. God, so am Why I. Why did you say that? We kept saying vinegar all the time. I'm going to have to find something to eat. <laughs> get into geek.